welcome. This is episode two of 10 Minute Money, my brand new series to help you unlock financial confidence in just 10 minutes a week or less. Because I think you deserve to have the right tools to enjoy your income, manage your money without the overwhelm, whilst saving for the future. So subscribe, follow, whatever now so that you don't miss an episode. I've heard lots of people talking about their payday routines, but what about your pre-payday routine? In the next few minutes, I'm gonna give you five things to do before you get paid that can help you maximize your paycheck, stay consistent with your goals, and avoid getting caught out by unexpected costs. And you might wanna save this because it could save you a lot of money next month. Okay, before we get into it, I just need to tell you, I'm adding a new segment to this series called Guess the Stat, where you need to guess the correct answer before I get to the end. No cheating, no Googling or anything like that. Just give me your best guess. So for today, here's the question. To the nearest million people, how many adults in the UK have no savings? What do you think it is to the nearest million? I'm doing this, I wanna share this stat with you because I wanna demonstrate that if you are struggling to plan for your money right now, you're not alone. I'm sure when you hear the answer, you'll both be slightly shocked, but also slightly feel reassured that you're not alone in this. The answer's coming up. So let's talk now about your pre-payday routine. I know that there absolutely has to be a plan for payday itself, a system, routine, whatever you wanna call it. In fact, one of the biggest and best things that I teach in my training is to always split up your money on payday if you actually wanna start seeing progress. However, do you know how hard it is to make the best decisions for you and your future in a given month while that big lump sum is sitting there looking at you in your account? Now tell me if I'm wrong, but it seems that payday does have an emotional impact for most of us, right? You could suddenly feel loaded or at least there's that sense of relief. And then week two, week three, week four of the month comes by and that's when reality starts to kick in as that number starts to dwindle. And if you're not careful, that emotional impact of payday can affect where your money ends up going. So I think the payday routine is great for executing a plan you've already got, but you can, you know, you can think of it as a money admin moment, but actually it's probably not the best time to make the plan itself. Doing these five pre-payday steps can help you make decisions more clearly, more realistically, and avoid expensive mistakes. So here are the five steps. Number one is to check in with your savings goals. Take a moment to see where you're at with your savings by checking your accounts or checking your plan. How's it going? Have you made progress? If so, it's good to see that and recognize it because seeing progress is really motivating. Whether you're saving to pay off debt and build an emergency fund, save for a holiday, invest, whatever it is, checking in with that goal will help you stay on track and give you a great sense of accomplishment as you see that number start to grow. If you haven't got your savings goal sorted yet, don't worry about it. I'm actually making an episode very soon on saving. So make sure you follow along for that. Okay, so while you're reviewing, you can also ask yourself a few questions like these, for example. Number one, was my goal realistic? Number two, could I nudge that monthly amount up a little bit? Number three, if you're about to complete a goal, ask yourself, what am I going to do to celebrate? It's a great thing to do to celebrate milestones, even in some small way. Number four, looking forward, is there something else I need to be or could be saving for so I don't get caught out? Maybe it's time to start saving for that emergency fund or saving for a holiday for the first time. You could calculate that right now and get it started and get it going by next month. Okay, step number two is to check in with your service providers and make sure you are getting the best deals. 
You can do this simply with a quick search on comparethemarket.com. Honestly, it's not the most fun thing to do, but it does need to be a regular part of our financial lives. Now, it would be amazing, wouldn't it, if service providers actually rewarded loyal customers with better rates as we went along, the more the years go by. But alas, it seems that the longer you stay with someone, the more you get charged. So we do have to check in. So you can also use an app like Snoop that will automatically tell you if you could be getting a better deal. So you might wanna check that out too. Number three is to check on last month's spending. Just before payday is a great time to look back on your spending and see if you are where you wanna be. So in my membership, I teach exactly how to go through this process. But what you really wanna know is what your spending categories are for each month. There should be about eight to 10 areas your spending really goes on. You can kind of group them into those categories. This is not your fixed expenses or bills, it's other areas of spending like clothes, travel, etc. When you know what's normal for you is like a baseline and what you plan to spend on each category, then it's quite quick to look back and see if you are kind of spending those amounts on each category that you think you are. Checking in like this from time to time is a great idea because if you spot anything, you can just nip it in the bud and not let it grow into a bigger problem. And I do feel like I say this a lot, but this isn't a moment here to be hard on yourself. The idea is to look back so that you can make positive steps going forward. If your spending's not what you hoped it would be, that's why you're doing it. It's okay, you can fix it going forward. One final thing on this before we do get into number four is, I don't know about you, but what I think I spend my money on and what I actually spend my money on are often very different things, but the data don't lie. So that's why looking back through your accounts to see where your money's been going can really help you as you move forward. Number four is to check your automations. You've probably gathered that I love the topic of financial literacy. I love how life-changing it is when you actually implement this stuff into your life and it does work. But does that mean that I enjoy money admin? No, no I don't and I'm okay with that and if you don't either, that's fine. That's why I'm a big believer in using automations as much as possible in your personal finances. So what do I mean by that? Well, simply it means using tech to make what you plan on your budget actually happen in real life without you really doing anything else once it's set up. It could be adding to savings, paying bills, investing, paying off debt. The more it's automated, the more likely it is to happen and not be forgotten about, or in my case, pushed to the end of my priority list. For example, I recently remembered that I'd set up an automation to invest 25 pounds a month in a certain way. It's happening without me thinking. And if I had the choice to do it every month, if I had to manually do it, would I actually be doing that? No way, no chance at all. So automations are amazing, but there is nothing worse than thinking money is going into a savings pot and automation is happening and investment is happening and then you find out six months down the line that it's actually not been happening. So that's why step number four is just to check over your automations and you can ask yourself these two questions. Number one, is everything that you think is happening actually happening? And number two, could you make your life easier by adding a new automation or two that saves you a job? Before we get into number five, don't forget to subscribe for more content like this. And also, if you'd like to make sure you don't miss an episode, head to mentoramoney.com forward slash money dash Mondays for my free weekly email so that you get sent all the links to these every week. Okay, number five, last but not least, is check unplanned expenses. Were there any shockers last month? Anything that you had to pay for that you didn't expect? 
Now, moments like these are very annoying, but they're very normal. It only takes something to break or a chair to go through a kitchen wall. Don't laugh, because that did actually happen to me recently. And suddenly we have to find an extra 50, 100 quid to shell out. In fact, if we're honest, we need to expect the unexpected in our financial lives. Looking back to spot these and what they cost is a great indicator of what amount we should probably put aside for these odd expenses. If it's something that's likely to happen again regularly, for example, an MOT, but you just keep forgetting about it, I recommend setting up a designated savings pot and calling it as calling it that as a title with a specific title like car MOT. Or you could just have a random expenses pot so that when these things happen, maybe you've got 200, 150 pounds in there so that when they do happen, it's a lot less stressful for you. Okay, these are my five prepaid A steps that could help you save money and plan for a better month ahead. Now, I promised you an actionable step each episode, didn't I? So here it is. All you need to do this time is just write down those five steps or save this and set aside some time for next month, before next month, to go through a bit of a prepaid day routine. Before we finish, as promised, here is the answer to the question I asked you at the start of this video, which was to guess to the nearest million people how many adults in the UK have no savings. And the correct answer is nine million people. That's one in six. What's more is that one in four people have about £100 or less saved. So did you get it right? Were you close to guessing the answer? Were you surprised at all? I did want to say, if you are one of those 9 million or you do have very little saves at the moment, you're not really sure how to get started or what to do about it. I just want to say you are in the right place. I've got so many more ideas and tools coming up in this series. So do make sure you subscribe and I look forward to seeing you in episode three.